the Minnesota Football Show, your regular dose of smart, socially aware, and occasionally snarky news and commentary about local, national, and international soccer. The Minnesota Football Show co-hosts are Bridget McDowell and Sheila Reed, produced and co-hosted by Rodrigo Sanchez Javeria and Eric Silva Renner. You can follow the Minnesota Football Show at Show on your social media platform of choice. Subscribe to and rate the Minnesota Football Show on iTunes. Welcome to another edition of the Minnesota Football Show. We are actually recording on a Saturday, and I am one of your wonderful co-hosts, Rodrigo Sanchez Chavarria. I am joined in um, wool gear with the rest of my comrades here, <laughs> Eric and, and Bridget. How are you guys doing? It's a chilly April. A little chilly. <laughs> yeah. You know, you know. I'm I just realizing Prince always wrote wrote in his song sometimes like it's sometimes, sometimes it snows in April. I wish it would be like sometimes it's like April. sixty mile proper winds in April. <laughs> mm-hmm. Someone needs to write that song because literally the last couple uh, of days is like trying to figure out I mean, which tree may fall in your backyard. And I mean, at least the sun is out and the sun is nice and warm. So if you're not like stuck in an open area where the wind is catching you i was out yeah. driving around this morning and i i was on a stretch of highway that's like 60 miles an hour and then it drops to 45 and there's a spot where i'll just start coasting down and i'll hit 45 by the time you get into that section so i let my foot off the gas and i start slowly coasting and a gust of wind hit the front of my car and i watch the speedometer just drop like oh. miles an hour instantly <laughs> like wow. all right that'll work <laughs> wow just, yeah natural it's break windy. yep but it's it is i mean it's not snowing so yeah i think the, right. i think the poll for today's podcast is going to be will eric bike to the stadium today? <laughs> <laughs> who's gonna make it <laughs> is it gonna happen uh i don't know i don't know right we're gonna have to like if you arrive there we're gonna have to have a medical crew there with like hand warmers and feet warmers and, <laughs> and just like, you know, half a liter of, of, of like whiskey just to pour down your throat. So you can Ooh, now you're talking. There you go. Keep that, keep that hot toddy. Just, just coming you know, <laughs> the straw and just attach it to the backpack and <laughs> put it in my veins. <laughs> put, it, put it in your camel. Pack. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How far would you have to start biking before you actually feel like, Lose balance if you're drinking and like <laughs> start getting dizzy. Like <laughs> uh, yeah, all these like scientific questions we should probably just uh, do, right? Test them out. Yeah, let's let's find out. Let's experiment. Let's find out. All right, Eric, Eric you're, you're just gonna it. keep. Yeah, drinking. thanks. I'm, I was waiting for that. I'm the guinea pig in this in this scenario. <laughs> no thanks. We'll, we'll no keep thanks. an eye on you and monitor uh-huh. your progress. But uh-huh. uh, <laughs> I see how it is. <laughs> expendable over here yeah, we'll, we'll get him a, a gps and a fitbit and then we can monitor his heart rate yeah. and all other stuff we'll be like oh wait he stopped and moving if, yeah if he stops moving we'll send someone to check on him i mean i mean this absolutely happened back in the uh the uh, the nessie days with the uh, death loon bus and then me <laughs> inevitably starting drinking at the nomad drinking on the bus drinking at the game drinking on the bus ride back drinking at the nomad and then attempting to bike home that was there was those were rough rough evenings <laughs> like midnight trying to bike on the trail to get back 
Yeah. At least you weren't Umar at uh at um Luis's birthday party or his bachelor party. Do you remember? You have to feel I mean vaguely. Re- he got refresh, off please. Like we were all going somewhere downtown and he got off oh, with yes. the U of I do remember this now, yes. And he disappeared. Like he got That's out right. of the bus stop. His phone died and everything. The train, wasn't it? It was the train. Yeah, it was the train, yeah. His phone died, everything we couldn't get a hold of him. Next day, he calls me. He's like, I was like, What happened to you? He's like, I got off. I was like, I saw that. <laughs> what, <laughs> what else happened? happened to you? What happened? <laughs> He's like, I ended up being on Bloomington trying to catch a bus. I was like, How did you get to Bloomington? <laughs> From the U of M. I was like, I, I don't want to know. I was like, My phone was dead. I just tried to get on the bus. I was like, Okay. All right. Wow. That was good, good buddy. Time. That was a good time. All right, let's bring it back. Um, let's start with international stuff, just because we we're gonna kind of skip a lot of the. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll mention who what's going on tonight, but we're not gonna have any like necessarily any commentary for MLS kind of things. Um, I know Rodrigo wants to talk a little NWSL, so we'll do that as well. But let me go through this pretty quickly. This, this I've never seen anything like this before, uh, to be honest, and and hopefully it never happens again. This was in lower division of of Brasileiro. Um, Serie de, maybe even one below that, like fourth or fifth division. Um, so the team is uh, Desportiva Ferroviaria, and they're playing Nova Venezia. I think Nova Venezia is in, um, there's a couple. This this one is in around Rio, and the other one, I think, is a Sao Paulo team. But again, th- this would be like Minneapolis City level in terms of quality and uh, uh, budget. Maybe not necessarily quality, because we know they have really good quality, but definitely in terms of budget and like, uh, attendance and all that kind of stuff. Anyway, the story is I don't even know who won this match. It doesn't really matter. There, there's a there's a call, and it's one of those where everybody comes straight to center, including the uh, Ferroviaria coach, whose name is uh, Rafael Soriano. And you have a very experienced and and you know uh, gifted side rep. She's also done like. Uh, general like center refing but in this particular case she's a she's a side ref with the flag uh her name is marceli neto and so both teams come to the center all the refs come to the center and it's getting heated it's getting heated and for some reason the coach targets uh neto and headbutts her and it's pretty bad it, it, it's as bad as it sounds um there's multiple layers to this being that obviously it's a a male coach assaulting a female referee. Um, I mean, it shouldn't really matter the gender in, in general, but it's that added layer knowing that. Um, it was just really terrible. And it got a lot of coverage and it, it went pretty viral. And um, Marcelli then came out and started talking about this being the culmination of years and years of horrible, horrible things that you know she's heard from, from players from coaches um it was sad it was it was sad to especially hear that commentary it, it probably comes as no surprise to either of you or many of you listeners and then the latest news is she is pressing charges um so good there yeah yeah there will likely be i would imagine an assault charge or who, who knows where it's going to go and and of course again it's very low bar but um desportiva ferroviario immediately fired him he was red carded on the spot as he should yeah, have been I saw that on, uh, yep. on the little video clip that he got red carded. Yep, he was red carded right away, and then yeah. like a day later, they were just like, "You're, you're, 
you're out of here. They so ferro, ferro varia, was that means like ferro means like iron, right? Or ferrocarril, yep. is that basically? The, the train. Mm-hmm. train. Okay. Yeah. There, there's a few teams with, you know, that were tied to, to a train company or, or um, train, you know, transportation. Um, yeah, just, just a sad, sad day and a terrible thing to see. And it was one of those where initially I posted it and I'm just like, this, this is hard to watch. I, I'm bringing, I'm taking it down. Yeah, we'll no, I, I saw it. that. It's just, it's just, it's not, it's not great. Yeah. But like at the same time, like it's not, I mean, let's, let's put it this way, right? Like we have a assistant referee who gets headbutted one week. Well, a couple of weeks ago, we had uh, a representative, uh, a FIFA representative, pretty much mansplain to the That's Norway right. uh, representative when they were talking about, you know, human rights and making things accessible. I mean, like, it's like, unfortunately, that's that's where we're still at. Like, we have not moved at all. The needle has not moved at all. And it's, it's hard because, like, at the same time, like, I'm, I'm going to coach this season. So I finally made that decision. So we had a coaches meeting, right? And like, I have, you know, I'm excited because there's a lot of new coaches and most of them are uh, are women. And so I'm really excited to just kind of help them along and guide that. But at the same time, I, I feel that, you know, like I got to be like overprotective in a sense and be like, listen, it's like if someone screws with you or someone's not going right, you let me know. We'll, we'll, we'll figure out a way to make things mm-hmm. uh it, make this comfortable for you, but also make things so you can move up in a sense, right? You don't, uh, you don't want to be um, like put in a box type of thing and uh, get that kind of thing. So anyways, let's move on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's man, just hilarious. Cause it's like on one hand you want to be, you, you, you know, we're happy obviously because we want women to succeed regardless whether it's a, a men's league or a women's league or whatever, but then you have to deal with, all this other garbage that kind of comes along with it, the toxic masculinity. And, and the fact that she was just targeted like that too, is like, yeah. yo, you need some help. You know what I'm saying? The, this coach needs some help. <sighs> I mean, sometimes in Brazil, things happen to people, right? And yeah. Then, yeah. <laughs> yes. So, I mean, I'm not saying things should happen to this person, but I mean, it's Brazil. Who knows what might happen? Yep. Yep. Um, let's do um, let's do Champions League. Uh, we've got quarterfinal stuff. I don't know if you all got to check any of this stuff out, but I mean the big one here. Uh, Bayern host Villarreal. They come in with a one goal lead in aggregate, and Lewandowski scores in the 52nd. And oh boy, I'm gonna destroy this name. You guys can help me out. Chukweze, Chukweze. They get it? Maybe. Maybe. Anyway. Uh- Maybe. Yeah, it's a late it's a late goal almost when time runs out. He comes in as a substitute, in fact, and bags it. So uh, incredible result for Villarreal. They tie this thing 1-1. They move to the semifinal with a 2-1 aggregate. Bayern crash out at home. And I feel so happy for Unai Emery. Like, I'm, I'm not like this huge fan, but I, I just feel like the EPL, but especially the English press tr- treated him really poorly when he was at Arsenal. Like he, he just did not get a lot of love and a lot of respect from a lot of people. And, you know, here he is now a couple years later with a, a non, what would you call it? This, this is also kind of like the, the middle finger to the whole Super League thing, right? Because there's no way a, a team like VOL would be able to get into a, a Champions League semifinal if that were 
realized. So I, I like it for these levels that Emery gets some props. He, he can kind of just smirk and smile and be like, you know, sup English press. And then also the, you know, it's like a, it's another middle finger to the uh, idea of a super league. So we, we still have these little Cinderella stories. So I like it. I like it a lot. You know, super league should only exist in like soccer video games. That is the only way it should exist ever. <laughs> Where you're like the manager and you start this league type of thing. When you create your own like, you know, you create your own league. That's the only way it should ever be discussed or actually happen. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Like, yep. like choosing the level you're going to play on and you get Super League and you get Yeah, you can get Super League other... level, right? Yeah. You get, you know, and then, you know, you can go ahead and and change the level difficulty for the machine, for the computer. So then you have a Chelsea and a Villarreal play in one sense, and then make sure Villarreal is like 99 and Chelsea is two, and then just watch the the 32, 32 nil halftime. Well, it's funny you mentioned Chelsea. I'll use that as a good transition because they were in the other one. Um, they they actually I, I I watched and then took a long break and then came back to this one because it went on pretty long and extra time. Um, but, uh, they, Real Madrid are hosting this and they were up two goals and Chelsea came to play score right away pretty early in the 15th. And then, uh, another one in the 51st and then second half starts. So they're up two nil at halftime. So at this point they are tied, I believe it is right in aggregate. Um, and then they got another one. So they're ahead at that point. So this this is about when I get back to the match. So it looks like Chelsea's actually going to progress because they're they're one goal ahead. I think it was like a four three aggregate at that point. And then Real Madrid kind of wake up and realize that you know they there's a match and they can maybe actually still make this thing happen. Um, and right. so in the seventy something seventy fifth seventy fifth I like put it in there anyway. Um, Rodrigo gets a great goal. Well, I know, I well, do. Well, I do. well done, Rodrigo. Yes. <laughs> I know. Like, uh, I, I literally contacted my lawyer, who's your neighbor, and I wanted to send Real Madrid a cease and desist letter for uh, <laughs> using my name and, and just bringing shame to to everything that's associated with I build my brand to, and so I just, you know, the Ypsilon. It's the Ypsilon. The Ypsilon versus the E. <laughs> Uh, it was a great goal. Uh, I mean, more props due probably to Modric, who just had this absolutely spectacular little cross that he's able to flick in. So massive late drama now because I mean, aggregate yeah. is now 4-4. I mean, that cross was like with the outside of it his was foot. Spectacular. Like, you know, like usually you cross, the typical cross with the inside of your foot is like the outside of your foot, yep. Ronaldo type where it kind of curves right in. It was beautiful. Right? It really was. It really was. Um, and so I'm looking forward to maybe this thing going to penalties and seeing what happens in extra time starts. And shortly thereafter, he was quiet for most of the match, but Benzema wakes up and, you know, that head of his boy, he, he loves doing those opposite direction headers and just taking the keeper with him one way and heading the opposite. We've talked about it last week that this is just what he does. Uh, Vinicius with the cross. So your final score for the match is two, three, but that it puts Real Madrid going through the semifinal with a 5-4 aggregate. Uh, fun one. Really fun one. Just tons and tons of goals. Yeah, Mr. Pulisic came in and had two opportunities to put the game away. One of them, which was doable. The other one would have been like a super goal type of thing if he pulled it off. But mm. 
chances were there, and I think it, it really speaks on the managers how like you're up a goal and you have to keep that lead for like 15, 20 minutes and you can't. Yeah. Right. You know, you yep. can't. And so that, that, that speaks into that aspect of it, but overall, you know, uh, it's, it's a uh, Spain versus Spain, right? Pretty much. They are on opposite sides. Are they? So who do they play? Well, hold on one sec. Let's, let's do these guys first. So on the, on the other ones, then the following day on Wednesday, we had, Liverpool and Benfica. And uh, speaking of tons and tons of goals, did you get a chance to catch this one, Bridget, or just watch the highlights? No, I just, I just caught a couple of highlights in the live tweets as they came through. The the big thing that I saw, like the 14th minute, it, it's totally unintentional. You can tell he feels terrible about it. Yeah. Um, is is Jota basically at kneeing the keeper? As, as I mean, he's he's going for the ball. Keeper's going for the ball, and it's just one of those where the knee connects to the head, and it just looks really really bad at slow-mo but even the ref was just you know he he's pleading to the ref he's pleading to the keeper to help him out and the ref's like i know you didn't do it on purpose you're fine you're fine but it looked it looked nasty (laughs) it was bad yeah (laughs) um but then from there things kind of start to open up uh conte just a spectacular header off a corner um and then this was really interesting with um so ramos gets a this great blast and it goes to VAR and the call stands. And then there's a second goal that I think I missed the, uh, the Ukrainian guy who's, who's been such a, a great ambassador for all things Ukrainian lately in the Portuguese league and in world football. Um, uh, is that how we pronounce it? Yaromchuk? Yes. He, he does. He does the same thing. And it goes to VAR and it gets over to, it's like two of, uh, two of their three goals of Benfica's goals are both looked at in VAR and they both, stand which i thought was kind of interesting um yeah I, I i missed i'm not gonna lie i missed like the last couple i missed the second firmino goal and the nunez goal but your 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 match score is three three tie uh not enough for benfica to push things over the edge so it's a six four aggregate for bridget's liverpool pull, moving through so congrats congratulations there and of course we have we have the the post match, and actually during the second half, it's kind of where it started. Is Savic from from Benfica and and Grealish are are having a little let's call it a discussion of sorts, and you know, as as a follically challenged man, I, I can admit Grealish has some lovely locks. He has a beautiful head of hair. Maybe Savage was thinking the same thing because he just decided to grab it, <laughs> just hold him <laughs> by that lovely hair, and he did not appreciate that. Um, and it looked like it kind of calmed down, but then like as soon as the final whistle blow and you, you can see him leaving, uh, exiting the tunnel, all of a sudden those two lines just kind of collapse and start to like go at it right in the middle underneath oh, the, uh, the exit. <laughs> so yeah, Oops. it was tense. Sounds like all these players need to review their... Um... Oh, you know what? I'm sorry. I screwed up. That is the, that's the Atletico Man City. My, my bad. That's my what bad. I was say. Sorry. I thought I was Man City, but maybe I, I didn't do a good job splitting my notes here. My bad. Yes. So Liverpool's done. Now we're on to Atletico Man City. It was a nil-nil draw. It was chippy. It was lots of Atletico shithousery. How, like how Harrison Heath is? Uh, is Mister Man City, Mister Bench on the Man City side, <laughs> Mister Greenish? Yeah. Yeah, so that that's how it gets connected. There is they're they're just really going at each other pretty much all match, and then it just kind of spills over uh, towards the end there. And as they're leaving, it was 
don't know. It was honestly it was probably the most entertaining part of the match. <laughs> All right. So Rodrigo, you were asking about how how do things pan out? So uh, semifinals have Liverpool and Villarreal, and then Man City and Real Madrid. That starts in, I think they have a week off next week, so the following week. Jeez. Yep. So then, so, like, what you're trying to get, we're, we're trying to get a, what's the, what's the final you want to see, Eric? It's a good question. Because, I mean, I, I do like Liverpool, but the VRL story is really nice, though, too. So I, I, either one of those two, I think would be fine. And. I really don't like either Man City or Real Madrid on the other side. So it's it's like two teams that have been fine and two teams that I really don't want there in the first place. So I don't know. I mean, this could be like... I like a, Pep, like, though. I love Pep Guardiola. So I, I will say that. I'm not a huge Man City fan, but I love Pep because I'm an old school Barca. I mean, we, we could have a rematch of earlier today. In we could. In it keeps FA happening. It and keeps I mean, happening. Liverpool, Real Madrid will be a rematch too. And that's always a little chippy as well. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, it's either way. There's going to be plenty of storylines with whatever this final ends up yes. playing out as. And I agree on Villa Real. It's such a great narrative, but but who knows? I mean, Liverpool are I mean, spectacular. I would I would like at least one of these competitions to not be Liverpool Man City. <laughs> <laughs> There's been a lot. We we'll don't, talk we about don't the other need one. to keep. We do not need to keep seeing this. Right, it's like when the when the Twins play Cleveland for like or the White Sox for like the thirtieth time yeah. in like season. You know, you're like okay, it's that's like enough. It's, it's fun the first time, and the second and third time, you're like, okay, this is you know, this is making it interesting. And then you right. get on to the fourth, and then the tenth, and then the and then you get love like, What are you doing? But Klopp and Pep are so fun together. Like they're just yeah, buds, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it, and that's kind of a a cool thing to see. Like. Here we go again. All right. <laughs> no, there's there's this thing going on on the on the social medias where like they uh, they get like a celebrity and then like they have them log into like different uh, social media accounts to answer questions. I saw one with Nicolas Cage and I was like, that was the most intriguing thing <laughs> I've ever seen because that I have so many Nick Cage questions just right. about his the stuff and I'm like, and his demeanor is like the same through all, all the movies and through it. I was like, that's. Have actually- you seen the trailer? The new movie? It looks amazing. Him yeah, and, Nick um, Cage. I want to see that. Just it's because getting it's getting movie. really good reviews just because it's it looks, so like off yeah. the wall. Yeah, it's like absurdist, and he's basically playing like a blown yeah. up version of himself. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, it looks great. And Pedro Pascal, that's what I was thinking of. Yeah, I, I love great. that it's just turned into him like trolling himself and yes. people who are yes. trolling him. It's yeah. like, all right, let's embrace this. Let's go. Yeah. Let's make it's some more money. Because <laughs> Nick Cage doesn't do anything to do with like uh, social media at all. He doesn't have any accounts and anything yeah. like that. It's like, it's really funny when he has a conversation about certain things and someone asked him if he would do face off too. And he said, yes. <laughs> yes. Oof. Get John Travolta, baby. I don't. I don't think he's in a position to say no to anything. So yeah. I'm sure he got Unless he's broke. I don't know if he's broke, but if they, he's broke. There's going to be a lot of stunt doubles. There's going to be a lot of I broken mean, he, hips. He was, he was broke. I, I I would bet after the last couple of years, he's doing a little better. But right, see, That's what happens when, like, you know, he has Ghost Rider 3 without even thinking about it, right? You know? No, no, no. No, go, no, more, no more of that. No, no more, more Ghost Rider movies. <laughs> no more Ghost Rider. Nope. Nope. Absolutely Shut not. it down. I'm, That's I, I'm, I'm all for the uh, the face off, but not the other one. 
Um, Europa League, I, I would put this in here because I think it's interesting. Um, and it's not even necessarily Xavi's fault. I mean, he, he was dealt this, this broken down machine that he's trying to rebuild. But Barcelona, two. Frankfurt, three. That is a three to four aggregate going Frankfurt's way. So Barcelona crash out. But um, I mean, he's I mean, not going I mean, this, anywhere. This, yeah, but this, you know, just adds on to the drama and to the argument. Are they going to, uh, you know, make a big run for Holland? So. Yeah, that, yeah, I don't know. Can they I, afford I, it is a question, right? That's a, yes, yes, exactly. Um, and the fact they've got the new ridiculous sponsorship with Spotify or whatever. I, I, I mean, I think they're trying to at least get their books balanced and even. And, and I think there's enough confidence in Xavi that they're, you know, he did a lot with the little he was given. So I think everybody's like, you know, he got close. Another year, see what happens. Um, other scores there, Leipzig is going through, uh, West Ham is going through, and Rangers is going through. So there you go. Let's before, do, um, go ahead. Before we switch leagues, yes. um, have you, Eric, I don't know if you've seen this, but have you heard about Earring Gate? You, you, you got to, every week it's a new Twitter thing. I know. I missed. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. I was, take I was me down the road. This, I was hoping this would have uh, <laughs> branched out a little bit. Um, so in Serie A, uh, Inter Milan is playing Spezia. Um, like late in the second half, I believe, Imbala Zola subs on for Spezia. Um, and he plays like 10 minutes because the ref realizes that he's wearing an earring still, which is obviously outlawed by FIFA. Um, but he managed to get on the pitch and, you know, slipped past the fourth official, apparently. Uh, so I'm not sure how much added time ended up being added to this, but he subs on. He's on the pitch for about 10 minutes trying to take his earrings off. He cannot get his earrings off. So they have minutes. to sub him off Amazing. in order to continue Oh, please, please send me a link. I want to see it. That oh. is, that is the most annoying U10 thing minutes. I've seen. Ten freaking minutes. Do you know wow. how many times in a U9 game, like like before we start our first game, I have to tell parents, I was like, yes, please don't pierce your kids <laughs> before the season starts." And like, everyone, all, like, all the comments on Twitter are like, "Okay, my five-year-old kids know yeah. to take all of their stuff off before they get on the field. How does right. he not realize that this is going to be an issue? You know what it and is. And how like, did and how did the fourth official let it happen in the first place? Because they're supposed yeah. to give him the you know the the full body once over, and and he misses an earring that is apparently big enough to be really difficult to get out of his ear." <laughs> Or small enough that it's so awesome, you know. I mean that good. that could have been it too. That he is just like didn't look at it at the right angle, but that is such a representation of Serie A's kind of fall from right? grace. Exactly. I, mean, I was gonna say <laughs> if Serie A has anything, if if this isn't the most Serie A thing to happen, then I don't know what is. Right. And a, and know. of course, Enter Milan wins, mm-hmm. uh, but all of the headlines are like. Spezia players nightmare cameo and defeat to enter Milan. Uh, Zola lasts 10 minutes and Spezia entered defeat before being defeated by his own earring. Like all of these just 
<laughs> it's just oh man and wow. and matt uh van minskoten from minneapolis city commented on the uh 2018 nosegate issue that they had where a player had a nose ring in and mm-hmm. it was small enough that I think they thought they wouldn't have to deal with it, but they didn't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was 2018, I think. So I can't wait till yeah, it's, it's bringing up some memories for right. very, some other leagues and players mm-hmm. who've had similar issues, but, uh, um, but yeah, 10 I, minutes. <laughs> the more I keep thinking is the only reason you can't take your earring off is because you don't clean it and so like you have to deal with uh, yeah i just wouldn't want to do that so yeah like if you forget to take it off you're probably just going to leave it on because you yeah. don't want to like set it down somewhere and have mm-hmm. to like deal with it later but uh it's yeah. 10 minutes is an impressive <laughs> just, flex just. I, I just start getting all these i'd scroll twitter real quick during a short break and uh, like there's all these tweets like players still trying to get his ear <laughs> Man. What is happening right now? <laughs> Italia. Incredible. Um, let's go to CCL. I didn't really get a chance. I didn't, frankly, get a chance to watch either of these. I don't know about you all, but we had the, the Mexican side and the MLS side, Liga Miyakis MLS side for the semifinals. Uh, Cruz Azul and Pumas tie. So Pumas actually is going to go through with a 2-1 to one aggregate. And then uh, Wednesday you had NYCFC host the Sounders. It is a 1-1 tie. Uh, some guy named Rui Diaz gets the tying goal. Actually, yeah, no, he, some scores, guy. he scores first. He scores first. Uh, Rodriguez gets the tying goal. But that is a 4-2 to two aggregate for Sounders. So we are set for our Seattle Pumas final that happens on April 27th. Which means that there's the, the, the two legs still, right? I believe the final is. Well, actually, I'm not sure. Bridget? Uh, I'm not sure either. Hold on. Okay. I if it is a two-leg, yes. then that means that Seattle would host us the second game because it's the yeah, highest. Yeah. No, that's right. Because I remember I'm talking about that. Yes, that's right. So they go. It, it'll be it'll be Azteca first, and then in Seattle second. Yeah. Yes. It is. Yep. Yeah. Um. So the first one at Pumas is Wednesday, April 27, and then they go to Seattle May 4th. There you go. How we feeling? Wait, are, are, wait, the game's gonna be on Star Wars Day. May the fourth. <laughs> oh my God! I hope all uh-huh. the Seattle people put t- put those two things together and just. Oh yeah. Oh, I bet. They'll May be the on it. Be oh on God, it. That, that would be. They'll great. be on it. How, how are you guys feeling? Is, is, is this ch- channeling all of uh, Andrew Weeby's anxiety? Is 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 this the year it's finally gonna happen? What do you I think, think so. I think Good, I think yeah. Pumas Pumas is a decent team, but it's not it's not I mean they up to, up to that level, I think. Yeah, they haven't even been great, you know, through through the series. Mm-hmm. So it's it'll be an interesting game. I think it's gonna be a fun one to watch, just in part because we don't get to see Pumas very often. Yeah. It's um so it's I nice. I still have that, a Pumas jersey, so I almost got one not too long ago, and for some reason I didn't buy it. And I, I have a commemorative one that my, I don't know if it's my father-in-law or my brother-in-law got for me. It's really pretty. It, it's it's not the traditional colors. I, I have to look. I don't know if it's like the hundred year, hundred fifty year anniversary, nice. but instead of like the white and blue, it's gold and blue. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen that. Yeah. One. That was great. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They make good kits. I mean, I always like their their kits. So. But, but I think you know overall. I think you know you, you think about it, right? Ruiz Diaz is finally getting healthy. Mm-hmm. Rusnak is beginning to 
to hit on strides. Uh, and I mean, if those if those guys all peak at the same time for this season, and if it can be like for this game, <laughs> for these two games, I mean, that's yeah, going to be insane. The depth just think of it. Nico Nico Lodero is no longer like the driving force of everything that right. Seattle does, right? I mean, yeah. imagine that. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't yeah. have to be Lodero and and Morris like making all the runs and and finding those guys. So, right. It's true. Well, we'll see what happens. I'm, you know, I'm interested. I'm curious. Let's just leave it Oh, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say. I think it's 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 a really good chance, specifically if like if they keep it zero zero in Pumas or lose one nothing, and then get to play the last home game, the last the last leg at home. That's turn it on. Yeah. That's gonna be way to turn it on. I think it's gonna be huge that it's the the second leg is in Seattle. Mm-hmm. If it was the other way around, I don't think like I wouldn't feel the same way. Also, I'm gonna say but... now, Tati Castellanos deserves to get an award for all the flopping he does in this damn league. I mean, he got an award last year. It wasn't that. <laughs> I know he was need, the best. He was the best striker name, who flops. But yeah, they need the a new flopper. award named after him, and he just wins it every year that he plays. <laughs> I swear um, that man flops more than. He like outranks Brazilian flopper players oh, yeah. at this moment. Yeah. Ooh, wow. He's, okay. I mean, that reminds something. me of Ibarra. <laughs> Dang. Um, I don't want to do all these Libertadores, but there, I, I, have to, I have to zero in on, on this match, and, and we'll go to our group as well. But this this game was out of this world. It was, it was so much fun to watch. I, I got a little bit of it live and all the highlights. So. It's Palmeiras and Independiente Petrolero, their Bolivian team. And when you look at this score, you just go like, oh, well, they were curb stomp. They just destroyed them. The final score is eight to one, right? It just looks like an absolute blowout. But there's so much more here that happened. The Petrolero actually score first and score right away in the sixth minute. And it goes to halftime, in fact. Oh, no, Rafael gets one back towards the very end of the first half. So it goes to halftime, 1-1, tied up. Palmeiras did not look good in this first half. They, Independiente Petrolero actually looked like the better team. They were pressuring. They felt confident, um, causing all kinds of trouble. And they're pretty lucky to get one back. So, I mean, what happened in that locker room in halftime is what I want to know. Did, just what was that halftime speech like? And how do we, like, copy and paste it and just have Adrian Heath do, like, lip syncing or something <laughs> Because I, mean, I don't think you can because I think the, what they said is like, I just heard from management, we're all getting paid on time for once. And then they were like, <laughs> woo, let's go play. Well, well, also, it was just like, you guys know that that cup is ours, right? Like, our name is on there from, <laughs> from last year. We are the defending champions. And so, I mean, they come back out and put up seven unanswered goals. Navarro has a, what do you call it when it's four? Um, there's a name for it. Isn't that Tetra? Tetra? Maybe. Tetra in, in Portuguese, Espanol. Yeah, but there's there's a there's an English name like Hattrick, too, and I just can't think of what it is now. But yeah, he know. scores four. I mean, it's just bananas. English like, people you have at, weird names for things. But look at these times, like 78, 80, 86, 90. Like, it's just like they get the ball restart goal. Get you know the ball what it reminds me of? My high school locker combination. Man. <laughs> and, and some of these goals were spectacular, too. Like, I, I'm trying to remember... Um, it was, I think it was Ronnie's in the 80th, just from way outside the box. And uh, 
it's all a blur right now because it, it was literally a goal every like two or three minutes. So eight to one final, a wild ride. Very just yeah, it was it was fun. It was fun. And then in in the group we already talked about last time, the group E, which is so unpredictable. Um, Boca Juniors decides to kind of wake up, and it's all it's our friends always ready. They get beat two nil, but also in group E. Corinthians wake up and beat Deportivo Cali. So you look at this group and everybody's played twice. Everybody is at three points. Cali, always ready, Boca Juniors and Corinthians, all at three points with the next, the, the third match coming up here. So, I mean, this, this, it's the fun group to watch wide open, absolutely wide open. Um, I don't know. Is there any other big ones in here, Rodrigo, that you want to zero in on? Wait, you're not going to talk about the Colo Colo and uh, Alianza Lima thing you posted on the... I mean, that story is just, it's just a pretty story. I, I, I vaguely remember it, but, you know, once, once, once that guy put the thing on, I was like, oh, that's right. Yeah. So I'm going to, I'm going to mess it up now trying to come out from memory. It was a, it was a plane crash, right? Right. Um, the whole um, Alianza Lima team uh, was flying back from a league game. And the plane crashed, mm-hmm. and all the players died. Mm-hmm. And so then Colo Colo offered to. Oh, they sent it. They were offering, or they sent three players. Three or four, yeah. Three or four to come play. There's a friendship that way, but. Yep, yep. This was my like dad's 80s, Lima. 80s, right? Yeah, my dad's Alianza Lima. My brother's Alianza Lima. I am not Alianza Lima. I am Sporting Cristal, who got beat by. I who did they play? Um, I want to say it wasn't River, but it was somebody. Catolica, else. Universidad yeah. Catolica, yeah. two to one. They're in a tough See, those, group between those, them and Flamengo. Uh, oh, I just realized that. That's I think that's Elisa's team. That's, oh yeah, uh, yeah. So I just I just thought it was a, a really lovely story with the, this relationship between the two clubs, and you know they're meeting again, and you know Gab brought it up. It's like ah, eh, cool. Um. We should talk about the River Plate Fortaleza thing really quick. River wins the match two to one, but the story is, as tends to be the case every once in a while, there's some racist idiot is doing the banana thing and he actually throws a banana peel this time. And we, we talk about this all the time, that the, these, these fools never think they're going to be caught when literally either there is a phone camera right on them or, or the actual broadcast or camera. Or like which 12 is this case. broadcast cameras. Yes. Like the literal stadium, correct (laughs) international broadcast, like right on him. It's like, man, come on. So he's smiling, and then he's smiling throughout the whole time. He's like, oh yeah, Yeah. I got away with it, right? And then like, oh god, (laughs) banned for life. And then they try to pull the no, it wasn't me. It was yeah, it was was that guy. guy. (laughs) You were literally on camera, dude. Yep, yep. Don't do racist stuff. You will get busted. You will be found out one way or the other because everybody's got a camera in their pants. These days. <laughs> um, let's go to, well, let's do Pep Clop version, whichever one this is. 10 I put in here. FA Cup semifinal. This just happened. Um, worth mentioning the anniversary of the, the Hillsborough tragedy in 1989, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, with the 97 that were tragically killed there. Um, how did this one go, Bridget? I didn't get a chance. Uh, Liverpool wins 3-2. Okay. Uh, Liverpool was up 3-0 at halftime, and City pulled two back. Um, the one highlight I 
I was out running errands this morning, so I missed most of this, but I did manage to catch a highlight of uh, US MNT goalkeeper Zach Steffen just absolutely whiffing on a goal kick. Um, Sadio Mane crashes in and slides that ball right back over the goal line for a goal. Uh, yeah, so that was, like I that. think, the second or third goal. Okay. Um, so he had a were rough, they, he had a rough day, but were they playing? Okay. So, so he, excuse me, he was in goal. Were they, was it kind of a mix of an AB squad for both of them? Are they resting guys for champions and stuff? Or are they just, was it, uh, I don't know. You tell me. I mean, Liverpool has been kind of switching things up each game just because they're playing so many. Uh, yeah. Right. No it's, I mean, well, there's, both of them. there's Man enough. City too. Yeah, I mean, there's enough depth on on both squads that you can kind of do that. So, whoever starts one game ends up, you know, subbing the next game and vice versa. Mm-hmm. So, um, it was it was Sadio and I think Firmino started. Uh, yeah, and okay. Diogo Hota. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was a. It, a little different from you know their their last matchup what like six days ago <laughs> but yeah that makes sense because I, I i think I, did i put it in the notes or not because i don't solid didn't start in the uh champions league match did he they they saved him as a sub i think yeah he was on the bench yeah. i believe he started today ah look at that depth it's pretty amazing Cool. Right. So do we know who they're going to play in the, or is this a two leg or a single leg for the semifinal? I guess is the single first leg. So there, so Liverpool yeah. goes on to the final. Uh, and I can't remember who else is in there. Yeah. I keep losing track of all of these. That's all right. Uh, nope. That's good Lord. That's champions league. <laughs> just gonna say liverpool city city liverpool liverpool city, city pretty liverpool. much yeah here i'm just gonna type in fa cup <laughs> yeah you you pick it up FA i'm gonna cup. i'm gonna mention really quickly <clears throat> excuse me the um african champions league caf they're in quarterfinals um they're going right now I, i'm not sure where we're at score wise but petro atletico and mamalodi sundowns and alahi and raja casablanca and then um Belus, belustad and we did Casablanca are in there as well. I was going to put in AFC, <coughs> excuse me, AFC champs. However, it's so all over the place with like all the COVID stuff happening and like China being locked down. So there's a couple groups that have like plowed through their group stages and are already in knockout. And there's groups that haven't even started. I got to get a drink. You guys take it. All right. So here we go. Um, I believe if I'm correct, um tomorrow chelsea and crystal palace play for the um for the i guess who will play in the finals in a sense so that's tomorrow if I, is yep. that right yes so that's the other semi-final match um so the winner between chelsea and crystal palace will play, play liverpool in the fa cup final on may 14th uh, and that game is Sunday at 10.30 a.m. So if you want a little entertainment with your Sunday Easter brunch. That's right. Crystal Palace, Chelsea, 10.30 at Chelsea. That's going to be a fun you, one. I mean, and Crystal- if you're a, a masochist and, you're, and you like Easter, 
I recommend a Newcastle game at eight o'clock in the morning. So, oh yeah, start off your Sunday right, Newcastle. That's Today. right. <laughs> Newcastle has risen <laughs> on a Sunday, on Easter Sunday. Um, like you got that one in there. That was good. Yeah, I had to. You know. It's, <laughs> <clears throat> All right. Much, uh, go ahead. You you good now? You, you I'm good. I, I don't I don't know what that was, but it stuck up on me. That's right. You <laughs> got you me got me good. Back and you you took a you took a shot of something. It's sog <laughs> for now. Um, <laughs> let's 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 take a break and we can look at some of these MLS things and uh, NWSL. Thank you very much for listening to the show. Join the Patreon at patreon.com backwards slash Minnesota Football Show. Welcome back to the second half of the Minnesota Football Show. We'll be talking about national news and WSL, MLS, specifically since today. We're recording on a Saturday prior to... Uh, the loons played the uh, rapids um was it at seven right it's, seven it's just gonna be cold i just know it's gonna be cold so that is the uh, one certainty i think we can have is it it's yes that's the consistency that we cold. Can <laughs> yep uh everything else how, how do you all feel because i have no idea both of these teams are tied with eight points towards the bottom of the standing right now i I have no idea what's going to happen. I don't know. Like, I'm really surprised about this team from Colorado, the way they've been playing lately. Like, it's like they've never played together before. And we're like, talking about, you know, this is <laughs> they kind a team of haven't. <laughs> yeah, apparently it must must that. But like from last year, they were a pretty decent team, pretty good team, right? They finished second. Yeah, and first, I mean I they forget. yeah. They started out decent this season, and and uh, so after those first couple games really slid off again yeah so i don't know like i wouldn't be surprised if we lose two to one right and we're doing mm-hmm. the same thing as we did last time that you know we're chasing a goal the last 10 15 minutes to tie it right i would not be oh and, and i and also would not be surprised if we tie zero zero it's going to be cold a, a draw sounds like probable to me it's going well. to be cold yeah. argentinians don't like the cold <laughs> Right, you know, uh, we don't. I mean, Metanier is hurt again. Oh my god, that's just going to be yeah, the team he's, for this. He's out a couple of weeks. Um, we did get the Damn. news that that Gasper is back with the team, okay, uh, after his 30 day uh treatment, yeah. Um, but he's he's obviously out this week, he just returned. Yesterday, right, and then he so. also suggests to you know get yeah, his to get back. through the get through the MLS protocols as well. So, yeah, it, so enlighten uh, me on Metnero. What happened was this a game injury or practice? Yeah, or yeah. So the when he had to come off last week, uh, they ended up doing an MRI the other day, and he did in fact re-aggravate that old hamstring injury. Uh, so he just looks you know, slow. Like, yeah, yeah. I like think I understand. How much better we are when Metanier has the ball because he's he controls that right side pretty well and he feeds the ball mm-hmm. really well and and it opens it up for Reynoso, yep. but then like 
when he gets into that attacking third, it's just, I just, he's not there anymore. He's not there. Yeah. And I don't I mean, know what's going to happen. That's basically what he was the one who ran the, the right side of the field 2019, 2020. Um, so it's, it's good that we have some depth, but there's definitely like, there is no like for like substitute for right. Metinair. And um, I mean, it, it's good in that it's not like, no damage that requires surgery or anything. He just needs a couple more weeks of rest, but then he'll have to get fit again. And then this is going to be a cycle. So they need to figure out how they can function without him, without completely changing their style, which didn't, I mean, Heath isn't going to change the style anyway. But Didn't the team change yes. who their uh, medical person was yep. like a while ago? Yep. Hmm. Yep. <laughs> they sure did. And then suddenly everyone was on the questionable list with thigh or hamstring or thigh or hamstring or Mm -hmm. thigh and hamstring. And um, yeah, sounds like nice soup. Interesting. Right. Yeah. It sounds like you're in one of those, uh, you know, like lunch lines, thigh, hamstring, (laughs) thigh, (laughs) hammy. Oh, toe. Toe. Did you get new glasses or three? Yes, I did. They look great, man. I like it. Mm-hmm. Me too. Yeah, I Very picked. Nice. I picked mine up this morning. They just don't fit. Look at you guys my, all getting new glasses. They do not fit under my headphones, though. Ah, nice. So, yeah. Look at you. I'm not wearing mine. Look stylish here. I got blue. Yeah. Look good. Yeah. Stylish I also Minnesota Corey Corey gave me this hat, so I'm happy. There cool. you go. Because Corey likes me. <laughs> the um, only person out of the fifty-five-one. That likes me as Corey. <laughs> He's my buddy. Definitely not adding that. I'd stay in it. <laughs> That's staying uh, in. <laughs> <laughs> Corey knows. Text me. Just, yep, to, yep. just a little bit. Right. A little echo, a little reverb. Here we go, man. Corey <laughs> likes me. <laughs> um, what's it going to take for Mongi to get this start? I mean, if there's even if this match goes poorly, which is a toss up right now, if there's the easiest way to get the Wonderwall and the majority of this crowd, like behind the team would be to put that guy out there as a starter. In my opinion, I don't know if you want him to start. I think when you have people who you've played on the left side, who are now healthy, like a Fragapane, um, you know, like, I think, I think what you do do is that you got, if you're going to play that four, two, three, one, you make sure that that, that that left side is the place where you put Bongi and Ariaga because they seem to work well together and support that side. And I'm assuming, don't know who, how Fisher's doing, don't know how Lawrence is doing. I don't know if they're questionable or not, but they're, if one of, they're good to go. The only the only people listed as questionable, uh, no, there wasn't even a questionable. That's list. right. The only it one was, was Metinier. It yeah. was just the three guys who were out: Gasper, Wea, Metinier. Um yeah. I think I think at that point and then it, then then you put Ariaga and Bongi and then you put Trap and then um you try to whichever side they're attacking the most is that where you make that switch. So what is where you, where you put Ariaga in a sense to just kind of back up. What's going to be the what what should Minnesota look out for then from Colorado? Cuz I mean as shaky as Minnesota is, they've they've been equally shaky. We kind of talked about that. So, 
what's what's the big th- who or what is the big threat that they need to look out for? I, they seem to be playing. <laughs> yes, <laughs> they seem to be playing a pretty similar style. So it's going to be uh, loons tend to have problems with that. We we saw that last week playing yeah. almost the same style. They just didn't really know how to how to stay in shape themselves well yeah. watching everybody else. So I think direct passing and quick passing is what we're going to want to see. Like quick decisions, yeah. right? Like if 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 Reynoso is gonna get the ball, then we're gonna have to ask him to get rid of it quickly instead of holding it so long. Because the problem is when he holds it too long, everybody knows that there has to be double team and then he gets dispossessed on our side of the field, right? That's true. And so either he he comes back down and he's the person that gets the ball from like a trap or that so that way he's covered by the by the offense and he by the by a defensive set and then he can see the field better. Or he knows that when he gets the ball up higher up that he's he has to be like a Maria and just like from his back play it and then play it play it to someone else that's making a run. And watch the runs. Like I think I think a Bongi, if he gets to play, he's great at running. I think Fragapane gets is good at running too. I think watch Lud, because Lud has been non-existent in the aspect of touching the ball right and i yeah, think if they you haven't get him been to able to the get ball, the ball to the right side right and it and has to do a lot with who our right back is right now it's like we're revolving door don't fully understand what their role is supposed to be and that's just what it is right now so yeah um, Lude used to have all the inner the uh interlapping runs with Metonair and uh right. it just doesn't happen now we saw it a little bit with fisher i think fisher was better at that than um than some of the other guys the bigger question i think is is trap he's sitting on four Mm -hmm. yellows um all of those came in what like the first 30 minutes um, of the game so uh do you play him today or do you hold him so that uh you don't risk a yellow and a suspension ahead of playing chicago next week I don't know. I think I think you play him, and if he gets a yellow, then that's what you'll do with you. You have other people that can play a six, and you always we need to want to try these different combinations, yeah. right? When we played that forty-three last time, horrible having Rosales and Ariaga and Trap all together because they couldn't communicate. But if you have yeah. one of those two together, at least it makes a much better sense. So I think I think you have to play you have to play to win, right? You're not gonna you can't be timid. Like a yellow is a yellow. Right, you're gonna get one, and and it's I think, and it's not like they've played without him this season right. anyway. So he hasn't so, been like the. If it was boxy, it would be probably a different right. Decision. Like if it but was like, boxy, that would be a different conversation. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But but I think you know you, you shouldn't be fearful of that yellow just because Trap has been he's the captain, yes, and he's been central. He's not had a great start so far, but. You also have younger players who can step into that role. Like you have Dotson, you have Ariaga, you have Rosales, right? You know, we finally have something that you can play with and figure out what what works or what doesn't work. So, oh, my confidence is not high. You're not good. You guys aren't helping. <laughs> <laughs> um, How's anything? that bike ride sounding now? Yeah, <laughs> that that too. Even worse. <laughs> even worse. Um, anything else in the He's in the slate get here? I'm gonna do what? <laughs> no, so I can't wait for you to get that uh that backpack with the straw in it, and then you just 
then you just liquid fuel your liquid power yourself all the way through the bike ride. I've, I have one I don't use. I'll, I'll happily fill it up for you. <laughs> I, I got to get a little motor and I'll, I can like feed it ever clear as like nitro and like half, <laughs> half goes to the motor and half goes straight in my mouth. Just, just <laughs> siphon it right off of the tank. Yep. <laughs> uh, Dad. Why does that guy have straw on his back of his bike? <laughs> Don't look at him, son. Don't look. Walk away. Walk away. <laughs> but what, what what do you guys see here that's interesting? Like I, I I'm looking at this Houston Portland. That should be an interesting one. The way the way Houston's been playing. Um, no, Chicago, it should not. LA. It should not be interesting. I think all. so. No, I mean if Portland can't put away Houston, then Portland's got some issues too. That's yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Montreal, Vancouver, San Jose, Nashville, uh, Atlanta, Cincinnati. That could also be for for all the wrong reasons an interesting match. That's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Red Bulls, Dallas, Columbus, Orlando, DC, Austin, New England, Charlotte, Toronto, Philly, and I mentioned Chicago, LA. That could be a, a good one actually. And then I, Se- Seattle, Inter. I don't know what's going to happen there. Like, I mean, I'm assuming Seattle is just going to like run out the water boys, right? Just that's 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 a rest everybody. That's a yelling yelling derby for me, just because DeAndre Yelling is going to play. Who came from Seattle is playing at Inter, and now he gets to go back to Seattle to play. <laughs> so I'm going to be like, this is why you guys got rid of him because he's going to get burned and like and no, and, and I'm not like an extreme hater on DeAndre Yelling. I understand what he offers to a team. I just don't understand why he gets so many opportunities to prove mm-hmm. them right and then fail. But yeah, I do we'll want to watch this new, new England, uh, Charlotte, but that's the same time we're playing. So yeah, just because I want to see if, if, if Charlotte can, can do another one of those. For real? Uh, yeah. <laughs> not, not that they're for real because they are a decent team, but just that I want to see them if they can do one of those other highlights where the play starts at the back and uh, out of the, out of the back. Yeah. And it goes all the way to all the way TikTok, tick, Tiki Taka passing and scores a goal on New England because that would totally send Mr. Arenas flying or throwing sand, if you will. Yeah. New England's not looking great, so who knows? Um, let's go. I'll throw it to both of you two for NWSL. Um, some matches, and then we, we before we started recording, Rodrigo was, was giving us the rundown of the uh, the rain versus the San Diego uh, wave, right? That's the one. Yeah. Make sure I get the name right. Uh, go ahead, take it away. So as as the uh, Challenge Cup, you know, this is a long like we were so u- we're so used to like really like compact tournaments from the MWC Challenge Cup, right? Like we've had the last couple two years because of the pandemic, but this is the first one where it's like it's all spread out and everyone's playing at their home field, so. It's still going. Like it's like you know, you, in Group A, you got North Carolina who's up top. Uh, Spirits are in second, right? Uh, group B's got the Old Rain, who we'll talk about recently in Portland Thorn, uh, and then the Wave, who was part of this uh, this this great game. And in Group C, you got Kansas City's and the Red Stars, and that rounds up what literally is is what happened. But um, but what was the best thing was that. There was this game between Oil Rain and San Diego, and literally, like, Oil Rain scored three goals within ten minutes, or like almost eleven minutes, um, to to set a new uh, a new NWL record on how many goals you can score how quickly. And it was just 
But like some of these goals that we were watching, like on, on replay, it was like the first one is like the most like um, U9, U10 goal I've ever seen. Like, you know, it hits one player in the face, comes back out, hits another player in the face, comes back out. Someone shoots it without even looking and it ricochets on someone, someone's foot, under someone's foot, and it goes in. And it's one of those things where you're like, it's just crazy, right? And the rain are, are, are no joke, right? And I think, uh, and they're playing without a, a Mega Rapino. So it's, uh, it should be interesting to see what else they can do. But at the same time, you got, you I got think... to talk about that second goal, though, too, because the defending on that thing was just oh, yeah. rough. Yeah, you could, yeah, I mean, <laughs> She's San able Diego, to get that San Diego chip with like a defender like right up in her face. It was incredible. Right. Yeah, right. You know, San Diego invested totally on their offense and not their defense. Apparently, there's a defensive lapse on set pieces where they can't seem to get the ball out of bounds or out of the box, trying to clear it, and that's just what happens, right? You you give a team enough chances, and and boom, they'll get the head. They'll get that over there, and that's what happened. The second goal, and this. And then also the third goal. The second goal was was a blaster. The third goal was the one where just like the ball was in the air and they chipped it over. So yeah, but I mean that's that's what it is. And and I think today we have some uh, more interesting matches. Uh, let's see today. Yep, today Orlando Pride without a Martha play North Carolina Courage and Racing Louisville play the Chicago Red Stars. And then on. And then uh, on Sunday, you got Gotham in the spirit and the All Rain play Angel City. So that should be interesting. And the Wave play the Thorns. So those are all be interesting games. But yeah. Nice. Well, we can wrap it up here. Um, got some. You wanted to end with a Leah MX positivity. Rodrigo, if you want to take that one. Yeah. So like you, we all know how like when the Liga MX came in, they had like their issues in the aspect of like, they were only taking Mexican players only. Right. And, and they were creating their own league in house league and people were skeptic of that. Well, article by uh, Cesar Hernandez of ESPN, you know, talks about really about how like this league has now not only growing with fans and prestige, but um, it's also building up the women's soccer side in, in Mexico, which is what they wanted to do. And of course, they're, they're, they're having issues and controversies without anything like that. Uh, but, you know, it's it's a league that people are watching and attending. And now, like Bridget made into it, it's also a selling league, right? Now we're beginning to get to that section of the league where, like, players outside of the league are, are, are going into the league and players that are succeeding within the league are going outside the league to NWSL or, or other places as well, too. So I think, um, you know, this, this league is going to serve like a catalyst for Mexico's ambitions of reaching the 2023 women's world cup. Right. And I think that's, that's a good goal to have, but it also has a lot of, uh, challenges in itself. So like, it's good to be able to see that a league that we, we started talking about, a couple of years ago that people weren't really thinking right um, about it. Now is actually making waves in the aspect of, 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 of um, making the game better and more accessible. And I think that's, that's, that's really cool. I wish I just get a chance to watch games for that yeah, league. I just, every time there's schedule, like I'm like, Oh yeah, where do I got to watch that? And then by the time I try to figure out like the game's already over. And so like, I'm like, 
I would love to be able to watch more of these games. So it's, mm-hmm. it's good to have a league, and specifically now that things are opening up, I I hope to see more partnership between the NWSL and the League of League of Feminil to be able to open that 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 bankroll and just start sharing players and have those kind of same relationships like the NWSL has like with the Australian league. Right. And, and so, and so, and we'll see, I mean, rivaling what the European league is, is beginning to become the powerhouse. Right. So that should be really interesting. Yeah. Now, if we only had that in Latin America and Coleman Bowl would actually start doing stuff. Now then, then, <laughs> then maybe speaking, speaking of people doing things, I actually, I just found an update on a story that we talked about last week. Uh, the NWSL and the You New T-shirt on the oh, yeah. anthem singer. Yeah. Um, she actually had a meeting with the FO the other day, uh, and she announced yesterday. I'll just read this tweet. It is with a heavy heart that I announced you will no longer see me on the Providence Park pitch until I see changes in the FO. I will not Whoa. accept Mike's message, the owner, that quote change takes time. I cannot trust their statement. Um, which included, we didn't know. He did not change my mind in this meeting that they had. So she has stepped down. She will not sing the anthem for um, either club uh, or, you know, for this ownership group. Yeah. Anywhere until those things change. Who wants to, uh, who wants to hand over the excavator to Portland? So they can just, dig you just a little deeper. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's just, you know, uh, that organization is. is um, Imagine calling your anthem singer's father to ask him to tell her to change her t shirt and then right. going into a meeting with her and saying, change takes time. And that you didn't know, right? When <laughs> like things have been going on for I don't know how long, your, right? Like, your shirt is wrong. We did not know. We swear. But by the way, change takes time. The F O needs a the I hope that's spelled F O H. <laughs> F out of here. What? Oh, okay. <laughs> like, uh... I can see Eric's brain turning there. <laughs> is it, is it, isn't it amazing when you can see the little the little gerbil in his head just turn and go faster? Oh, <laughs> uh, I need to go eat something. All right. And then like and then. <laughs> And then the and then the hair follicles start growing, and then when he gets it, it just kind of I just wish. goes back in. Boom! <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, listeners, for the Saturday edition here. Um, thank you, Rodrigo and Bridget, as always. We have the Patreon over at Patreon.com/backslash MN Football Show. Maybe yeah. we'll put something up there later on on post post loons. Yeah, um, we also have other ideas. Like if you guys want to join us and watch some of these highlights with us or just watch a game of us that we could probably make that available too. Yeah. Yeah. Mystery football, soccer, science, theater, 8 billion. I don't know. <laughs> no, 40, 43 billion, we're, right? Yeah. 43 yeah. We're, we're, we'll keep workshopping it. Yeah. <laughs> you, you'll get like 10 or 15 minutes of, of actual football commentary. And then it'll, it'll be like, and then you'll get an random stories. Cause we don't just watch stories and trash. <laughs> yep. Exactly. <laughs> right. That'd be exactly. perfect. Stories in trash. That's what we should call Stories it. There you go. There's a title for it. Yep, Stories yep. in trash. <laughs> yep. All right, everyone. Enjoy. Right. Uh, enjoy the rest of your day. Stadium Somehow blankets everywhere. Yeah. yeah. Buy stadium 
blankets if you have them. Bring them to the stadium if you're going. If you're biking, I don't know. Have a defibrillator with you? I have no idea how you're going to survive. Everclear. Lots stadium. of Everclear. Everclear. Okay. Everclear and like lots of uh, hand warmers. <laughs> <laughs> ciao, ciao. Bye. Talk to you later.